0: This Christmas time special of the Straight Sipping Podcast is brought to you, as the rest of them are, by Papa John's. Tell them about Papa John's. So,
1: Papa John's, of course, if you've been a faithful listener of the Straight Sipping Podcast, you know the Run TV special already.
0: The Run TBC.
2: TBC. Thank TBC. you. Omitting, I'm still here.
0: Omitting Courtney. <laughs> I'm
2: still um, here.
1: You said TV. Run TV. <laughs> oh, well. Run TBC
0: special. If anything, you would say run TC to omit me and my ham take out of, the, out of the scenario. Yeah, out of
1: this scenario at least. Run TBC special of bacon, sausage, and pepperoni. It's Christmas time. You're probably at home drinking eggnog. You don't want to cook because everyone else is cooking. You just – you cooked all day. You made your pies. You made your meats. It's the day before Christmas, two days before Christmas, It's about Christmas Eve. You just want pizza. You just want to not do anything. You want to sit in your Grinch PJ pants with your eggnog and watch a movie. Watch the
0: Grinch. Do you have a camera in my living room?
1: (laughs) No, but my significant other has Grinch PJ pants. My fiance has told me I want to be the Grinch.
2: So You so are the Grinch I am the Grinch The off-brand Grinch I am the Grinch so, Sounds like a combination look, between Gronk and You got family right? coming
1: yeah. into town This is your last day of peace I know you love your family It's great having together But look, we all love a lonely time Go get yourself some Papa John's pizza Get the large three-topping pizza Using the promo code PS12 Online only You don't even have to get up You have someone bring you the pizza. Use the promo code PS12. Get a large three-topping pizza for 12 bucks. Guarantee that's cheaper than all the Christmas shopping you just did. So go get yourself some yummy pizza today.
2: Christmas shopping has me broke.
1: Mm. (laughs) Because
2: I have five siblings.
0: Hello, listener. Welcome to Straight Sippin'. We're doing this differently today, and here's why. First of all, before I launch into this soliloquy, I'm here with Tom and Courtney, as always, Hello. say what it do.
2: Peppermint sticks.
0: Peppermint sticks, okay.
2: Hello,
1: gingerbread boys.
0: <laughs> sweet. <laughs>
2: so, sweet, literally.
0: Right, So so <laughs> so we're doing this differently. We're coming at you at a different time than we normally do, because we're giving you a special episode, and here's why. We know y'all are probably traveling to we see are. your families at, at Christmas time. If you're Tom and Courtney, you're getting on a plane. You've got, Or maybe you've got some time in the car. At some point, you're probably going to be traveling to see some relatives on Christmas. That gives you time to kill.
1: A lot of time to kill, yeah. especially if you're me, who would have to drive 13 hours home.
2: Or me if you would have to drive about 13, 14 hours home.
0: So we're going to help you do that. With a special edition of the Straight Sippin' podcast. And here's what's going to be different about this one.
2: La, 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 Cue the DMX uh, <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Rangers. So.
0: Here's what's different about this one this one has almost nothing to do with. With Mississippi State and Ole Miss and their respective athletic programs. So if you're if you're stodgy and you're here strictly for sports talk, well, first of all, you're probably not listening to this podcast since we delve in nonsense exclusively. But
2: Get Out My Gingerbread House.
0: This is not the place for you because this is exclusively nonsense to help you pass the time and entertain yourself while you're on your travels. Hope because, you enjoy look, you're them. You're either
1: going to Tampa for the Mississippi State bowl game or you're doing whatever you want. You're preparing. We've given you the rundown. We gave you the signing
0: day goods. We'll talk to you about the bowl game here in a few the days. The bowl game
1: will be coming up. You know you'll get your basketball from us. This is just... Some Christmas cheer.
0: And here's how we're going to do it. Or Hanukkah
1: it. cheer or Kwanzaa cheer or whatever kind of holiday cheer you need.
0: And here's how we're going to do it. So those of you that are followers of mine, you know that I do a weekly MSU mailbag on cdispatch.com and the MSU sports blog there. I take questions from Twitter followers and I answer them most of the time with sarcasm or comedy or some blend of, of both since there's very rarely a ton of serious questions in, in the mailbag. So I have searched through the MSU mailbag questions throughout the year and I've selected a certain number of the most off the wall, fun, weird ones. I'm so
2: excited. I for am this. too.
0: And since I got <laughs> to answer these online, but Tom and Courtney did not, we're going to we're going to incite some debate here. So Maybe, you're gonna, uh, are you
2: going to be asking us both the same weird questions, or are they targeted specifically So at- So
0: most of them are the exact questions that I were asked. Okay. There's a couple of these that were inspired by mailbag questions that I've tailored more to this oh, circumstance. Okay. But for the most part, like I, I would say at least 80% of these questions are straight up the exact question from the mailbag. So
2: grab your cocoa, sit down and listen.
1: Grab your...
0: Peppermint schnapps, like from the promo code.
2: P.S. Or the eggnog. I've never had that has
1: grandma's brown medicine in it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I will be because most of these with my family.
0: Most of these questions involve takes or personal revelations. Let's go. So it's gonna be fun.
1: Is this your Christmas present to us, Brett?
0: It's my Christmas present to the world. Merry Christmas. To
1: everyone who has ears. Merry Christmas. That work.
0: Straight sipping listeners, because you're in for a treat. And we're going to make them think right off the bat, folks. Question number one. What's the first thing you do as president? My answer? Bring back NCAA football.
2: That's the first thing you do as president (laughs) of the United States.
0: Absolutely. So, Hudson
1: 2020... My president.
0: I bet I get more votes than the independent candidate yeah, on that platform. Would. Yep.
1: How do you bring out the youths?
0: The hashtag we youths.
1: NCA football. <laughs> Give it to us. That's all I want. I want updated UCF jerseys oh. as I win 19 national championships with the Knights.
0: Bring back NCAA football. So that is my answer. That's a great answer. What is the first thing you would do as president of these United States?
2: I would demote myself and name Joe Madden the president of the United (laughs) States. (laughs) That's perfect. That's a
0: great one.
1: So you're asking for the steady decline of Western civilization. Let me. Thanks to a one-year blip.
0: Wow.
2: We've been in the playoffs the past two years as well, so where have the Mets been, Tom?
1: Well, they went three out of four. Three of the past four years, the Mets have been in the playoffs. Why
2: are you obstructing what I would do as president? Because
1: I'm going to be Congress and I'm gonna limit no. I'm gonna be your nope. checks and balance. Nope.
2: Nope. Let yep. it happen. I'll still be there as VP. And I will be there on Capitol um, Hill but he, pounding the gavel saying no. Our new national anthem will be Go Cubs Go. Um. Again.
0: This is a disaster.
1: This went from entertaining and to a national crisis. The
2: American flag instead of the stars section will just be the W.
0: Oh, for God's sake. Help us all. So again. What What would you be... do as president, Thomas?
2: So-
1: Both of these are fun, minus serious. Get 18-wheelers out of the left lane on the highway. Oh, that's a
2: fantastic one. It will
1: be a felony because it is a public endangerment. Because nothing is worse than 18-wheelers trying to pass each other on a two-lane road. And then you get
2: blocked in. And you get
1: blocked in.
2: Do you know how scary it is to drive a Volkswagen Beetle and get blocked in by two 18 wheelers?
1: Look, I get some people drive slow. You're in an 18 wheeler. Why are you going
2: 80? That's why I'm like, why are you trying to, who are you trying to pass?
1: Who are you trying to pass? Legally, like,
2: you can't go over. You are
1: in a vehicle that is about combined four Volkswagen Beetles. (laughs) And that's being a guess. Yeah. Get out of the left lane. You don't belong there.
2: Oh, I like that one. That's That's a very, very good one. That's very good. That's very good. Uh,
0: Also, I would like to encourage all of the listeners, if any of these questions speak to you, they sing to your soul, tweet at us and use the hashtag RunTBC. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, If you you have an answer to what you would do as President of the United States or to any of these nonsense questions to follow, tweet with the hashtag RunTBC. To
1: preface to, I have an uncle that drives 18-wheelers. I don't mean any disrespect to anyone who drives eighteen wheelers, but for God's sake, no, that say, wasn't intended. We all know,
0: know.
2: that. Just well, get out of the left lane. It, the whole point is that the left lane is supposed to be a passing lane, yep. and you'll have these eighteen wheelers who will hold up the whole passing. You're two lane.
1: tons. Why are you going eighty? Get in fair the right point.
0: Lane. Yeah, fair point. So we have a series of questions too that are kind of on the same subject. So we'll we'll start there. These are both related to television. Uh, shouts no. to. Oh, something
2: uh, we know nothing about.
0: Shouts to the mailbag OG, Daniel Montgomery. He is the man. He and his brother do a yearly Harry Potter marathon. Oh. Now we're talking. Where they watch all eight movies in a 24 hour span.
2: Yeah, normal.
0: That inspired this question What's the biggest TV binge you've gone on?
2: Oh, oh.
1: Game of Thrones. Easy. I, there's. When I. So. When I first started watching Game of Thrones, I was poor, I was living in Columbus, it was my, I was not even a year into being here at WCBI, there was the HBO Go free trial on your phone. Right. I watched five seasons of Game of Thrones, mind you. How, and
0: how short a period of time?
1: Less than 28 days. Wow. Because the free that is trial, a lot
0: of hours of television
1: every episode is an hour you yeah. take you average it's about an hour yeah I watched five seasons in 28 days because I made it two days before my 30-day trial was up that's um,
0: impressive I, me and my it wife was all
1: on my phone me,
0: now that's crazy <laughs> yeah. me and my wife did a similar thing with veep okay we watched like all of all but the final season of veep on that 30-day free trial. We, we killed that. That was, that was enjoyable. Your biggest TV binge? Courtney?
2: It was, uh, it was my freshman year of college. Um, it was Friends.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And I had Mono for the second time. Oh. So. Um, if I'm allowed
1: to ask, what about a TV binge that doesn't require you on your deathbed? Because I'm assuming, Mono, you're essentially bedridden.
2: Like, the only thing I you could... Can't move. Well, the two things I did during this time was I made my March Madness bracket. Hey! And that year, by the way, I had so much time to make my March Madness bracket that I predicted the final game and had predicted who won, so... Sweet!
0: Nice! But was
1: that, like, your 80th bracket? No. It was like, Courtney number 80? That was,
2: like, my only bracket. You only filled that one? That year, yeah. It was uh, Duke-Wisconsin in that final game with Duke winning. Did you
1: put
0: a tinfoil
1: cap and guess, like, <laughs> who's good at free throw percentage in the second half in crunch time?
0: And- yeah, yeah, basically. So, so yeah. a couple of things related to what Courtney just said. First of all, I also have a story like that. Like When I was growing up, me and my dad did the whole bracket on the fridge. Mark yeah, yeah. it off as you go and, and see who won the, Il- the Illinois-North Carolina title game that North Carolina won, we both had that exact combination. I had North Carolina, he had Illinois. That game decided the winner of the bracket challenge and North Carolina won that game. I won the bracket challenge. Never
2: go with Illinois.
0: I'll never forget it. Uh, Your bedridden uh, binging of friends.
2: Yeah. So So I
0: also had a similar experience with that. When I was a young lad, uh, I had the chicken pox, but my case of chicken pox was so kind of casual or not serious you didn't have vaccine what
2: you didn't have the chicken pox vaccine
0: no you get chicken pox and then you don't have to have a vaccine
1: people die from chicken pox not yeah. when
0: you're a child
2: oh i had the vaccine
0: not when you're a child not when you're young
1: don't make me bring up these stats we're not getting into this really yeah. yeah
2: lots of people get the vaccine
0: Oh, wow. Well, a lot I didn't. of
1: people that die from chicken pox kids. Well, I kids didn't. I did not. So, so here's the deal. Uh, Amanda so. had a really bad case fit when she was a kid.
0: I had no I idea. Think. Wow. I think she told me that. So anyway, um, I had chicken pox when I was very young. And, but it wasn't very serious to the point that the doctors told my parents that I might get it again. Because the whole thing with chickenpox is you get it, and then your body knows how to solve it, and it's fine.
2: That's how I got mono for a second time. But
0: my case wasn't very serious, so I might get it again, and I did. I got it again in middle school at the same time as the Summer Olympics in Greece. So I watched every single <laughs> second of, I think that was the 04 Summer Olympics. Yeah, I true. watched every single second <laughs> I'm
1: dead. of the, the
0: 04 Summer Olympics. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. Yeah, like I, I went back to school once I was cool with chicken pox and everybody was like, oh, once they made the chicken pox jokes, I was like, yeah, but I watched every second of the Olympics. And they're like, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty boss. So, that well, What's
1: yours that isn't, do you have one that's not Bedridden because I feel like with that, you do really have a lot, a choice. right? So,
2: right. um, one that wouldn't it would probably be like Star Wars or Harry. I think Star Wars, yeah. I think I, me, my dad, may have, I believe, binged watched like a bunch of them when I was a kid. If
1: you didn't say, do if you didn't do the Cubs thing, I would say vote for president. <laughs> and now I'm worried about you because I don't abide by all that Cubs nonsense <laughs> for America. <laughs>
0: Uh, my, the answer I gave was uh orange is the new black season two
2: i never watched I've orange never
0: Sisters. watched orange so i watched
2: black i took a I was I did a few gender studies classes in college, which yeah. So um, so
0: I'm gonna give some spoilers. So if you're going to watch Orange Is the New Black, which you probably have already, but if you're if you haven't, that's That shows ahead.
2: old by this. Yeah, point. go ahead and
0: scrub forward about a minute in your podcast. So uh, at the end of season one, there's a very dramatic moment of the main character Piper beating the living crap out of this other prisoner, and you have no idea what's going to happen after this. Um, so I I went through all of season two. In probably a span of like thirty six hours, just absolutely killed it. I did nothing else that day. Um, now the rest of the seasons, uh, Orange is the New Black, is just gone bad. Now don't don't do it. Don't waste your time with it. Um, but uh, that was that was probably my answer. Killing um, an entire season of Orange is the New Black in about in about thirty six hours. The other television related question. This one's short, sweet, and to the point. The Office or Parks and Rec?
2: The Office. Okay, here's and the thi- why. They're both so good. They're all,
1: they're both very good, but I feel like The Office... The Office had more episodes that you, like, couldn't breathe because you were laughing, in my opinion.
2: The difference between The Office and Parks and Rec is that, like... I don't know. This is so hard for me because I actually just watched, I just rewatched Parks and Rec.
0: Very, very good television.
2: It really
1: is. This is like no knock on Parks and Rec. Here's the thing:
2: Parks and Rec. This is choosing
0: between a steak and a steak.
2: Parks and Rec has more likable characters than The Office does. Well, like, I, is, is that a hot take? That's no. That's the whole purpose of the office is that you don't like their characters because they're like weird people. But that's you don't you can't you, you can like them if they're weird. No, yeah. just I mean like Michael Scott's a complete jerk, so you're not supposed to like. He would be the worst. I also just took a quiz on BuzzFeed that was like the office, like which characters are really like the office or Parks and Rec, and it was like what boss would you rather have, Michael Scott or like Ron Swanson. And
1: but like I, mean, well, I like well, book- if we're looking at that compare is this I guess this is the point of these questions. Now we're diving into analysis. Wha- uh- uh- uh. So like Michael Scott was the jerk. In yeah, the, he was an obnoxious knucklehead. Yeah. Ron Swanson is the jerk because he like didn't care about you or what you did or just leave him alone and let him have his
2: waffles, waffles and, and eggs and bacon. bacon. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's food. like.
1: The contrast of it.
2: Also, Joe Biden is in um, Parks and Rec. That's true. And I do love Joe Biden. So, but, huh.
0: So you say The Office, Tom.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: for sure. I'm going to say The Office. Just because when I have nothing to watch, The Office is what I throw on more than I throw on Parks and Rec. I also
1: believe The Office. Has a lot more quality memes that have came from it. Yes, yeah. that's, that's, Parks that's
0: one arguing point for the Office is that the Office is more iconic. I agree than than Parks and Rec. But that doesn't mean better; it just means iconic. It's going to be remembered in television history more than Parks and Recs Treat
1: yourself. Treat,
0: Treat yourself. yourself. Absolutely.
1: And the fact that Tom Haverford loves tea pain. Yeah, yes. I love so Tom Haverford. There, there's a soft spot in my heart for spot in my heart. For Tom Haberford.
0: I have uh I, ha- I have one more pop culture one, but we're gonna go elsewhere and circle back around to that. Uh, let's do the one football question. I would just
1: like to say how much I'm enjoying myself. Good. Good.
0: <laughs> we have one football question. Let's let's do that now. Iowa in the bowl game. More punts or more points? More punts. Punts. punts.
2: That's easy. Punts for the days. Answer
0: against state's defense. The answer is
2: punts. Especially the fact that. Punt
1: n- city. Especially since none of them have declared they're going pro on state's defense.
0: Punt
2: town USA. I
1: would say Iowa six points. <laughs> and eight punts. And seven punts.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and one of them will Punt be city, from across Punt, the Punt, 50. Punt, Punt city.
2: Punt USA. Did you just
0: punt city? Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, that
2: was, that was easy.
0: That was an easy one. That was. Okay, was so enjoyable. let's go to a friend of the pod, Robbie Donahoe. Hey, Robbie. Oh, hi, Robbie. Shouts, brother. He asked me if Jace Crispin were an animal in the wild, what would he be? The gist of my response is as follows. Maybe Jace would be a lion, for he is a king. Maybe Jace would be a bald eagle, for he is revered as equally incredible. Maybe Jace would be a bear, for he is feared by those that can't match his physical skills. Then it hit me, the real answer is goat. Jace would be a goat, because he is the greatest of all time. Hot take. This is the poetry you get on the MSU ale bag. So, Tom, if Dawson Knox were an animal in the wild, what would he be? And, Courtney, what is your parallel for this? Khalil Mack? Have you attached yourself to a player on this podcast?
2: Michael Jordan is my one. Romeo goaler. Miller. Well, he's
0: obviously <laughs> a good. Romeo
2: Langford. Okay, Romeo <laughs>
0: Langford. So, Tom, if Dawson Knox were an animal in the wild, what would he be? And Courtney, if Romeo Langford were an animal in the wild,
2: can I just say what would um, he be? God. Um. Ooh, this is good. So, um. I'm glad you're going into this
1: right now because I need a minute to think.
2: Well, I'm try- I need a very strong, resilient animal that can get beat up a ton and still have the performance of a lifetime. Um, hmm, so what is an animal like that?
1: I have mine.
2: Okay, Tom, go while I think of...
1: Dawson Knox is a jaguar. Why? Because jaguars are the most underappreciated big cats in the wild. Everyone thinks lions, tigers, cheetahs, pumas, cougars. No one goes jaguar. Jaguars are awesome. They're sleek. They're killing machines. Look, it's
0: not their fault they're associated with Blake Bortles. It's not their fault.
1: Have some respect.
0: <laughs> um,
1: He's a Jaguar because he's underappreciated, underused, but still a very good football player, in my opinion. Um, An underappreciated predator. So
0: Dawson Knox is a Jaguar. I bet he would take that in a heartbeat.
1: I would. Jaguars are awesome. Right. Their growls are cool.
2: <laughs> I'm going to give Romeo Langford the title of honey badger. Because fierce, because he can go up against legitimate predators and still not die. Like,
1: is this excluding the Duke game?
2: He still didn't. He didn't die in that game. He had like seventeen points.
1: But on how many shots?
2: I don't know with the stat right now. Um,
1: he got assaulted by some predators. In well, I'm
2: saying there was like three games in the row where Romeo Langford was straight up getting like punched in the face. Like I like
1: that comparison. Like
2: bloody noses. Like, consistently just, like, beaten up and, like, needs to go and get taken care of. But instead, he was playing through while, like, holding blood, like, in his hand. I'm
1: sorry. I had to do the Duke game on you. It's I just, okay. I just had to.
2: Um, just wait. I know uh, WCBI Chris and myself made a bet, <laughs> unfortunately. Of what? Um, whoever won the game at whatever given time of the victor gets to decide that the other person which must wear the opposing team's gear and i have this horrible feeling that chris is waiting until iu is in the tournament and he's going to pull out this like duke hockey jersey on me and make me wear it around everywhere. Does
1: chris For, have a duke hockey?
2: He thing? does, yeah.
1: That's pretty
0: dope.
2: Um that's
1: incredible.
2: Yeah. So anyways, but Romeo Langford would be the honey badger. He's quick. He's agile. He can get beaten up and still do his thing and not care. And then... Honey
1: badger don't care. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Never has, never will. Never will.
2: will. Romeo Langford don't care. Honey badger always has the hater blockers on. (laughs)
1: Because he doesn't see you. (laughs) He or she doesn't see you.
0: Speaking of awesome animals, this is probably the, the greatest moment in MSU mailbag history. I got a question from Jive Tony the Landshark. Shouts to the podcast One True Mascot, Tony, Tony the Landshark. How do you prefer your steaks, cut and temperature?
2: Oh. Oh god. Filet and uh medium rare.
1: Literally anything rare.
0: Ribeye medium rare. Is it porterhouse ribeye and T-bone? That would also be delightful. Here's the thing.
2: If you're completely drying out a godforsaken, fantastic piece of meat like steak, you do not deserve to be eating steak.
1: As I've said before, they say aliens live among us. Those are the people that like steak well done. Yep. And with ketchup. Ketchup. And uh, with a one sauce, absolute disaster. Devils. Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the devil is a, the devil is around us in moments like that.
0: All right, let's go back to the pop culture one to to finish out that that subject. What movie do you quote the most? What movie slash TV universe would you most want to live in?
1: So first quote.
0: Yeah, what what movie do you quote the most? My my answer, as, as has been established on this podcast, I'm not much of a movie person.
2: Very much so. We
0: all know that and culture. Uh, <laughs> but my answer is probably Anchorman.
2: Stay classy, San Diego.
0: That's probably my answer. I have two. Okay.
1: Super bad.
0: Oh, that's such a good movie to <laughs> quote. It Absolutely.
1: Is. And uh, Lord of the Rings. Because I do a pretty good Smeagol impression.
0: Okay, can we hear it? Yes, you can, precious. Oh. Oh.
1: Why do they take it from us, precious? Why do they do it?
0: <laughs>
1: Trixie, fat, stupid hobbits! <laughs> they steal it from us! And they don't taste nice, do they, precious? That's it.
0: Wow. I'm trying to imagine the listener the, having and... that plugged into their ears.
1: Well, probably because my, like, favorite actor, like, of all time is Andy Circus. The dude's incredible. So Andy Circus is awesome. and
2: Honestly, I'm, like, not 100%. Ch- I just quote, like, ra- I just take bits and pieces from things I know and I quote them. I don't have, like, one where I'm consistently pulling quotes out of. Like... I'll pull stuff out of, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Legally Blonde, Devil Wears Prada. Um, Yeah, I kind of just go that. I don't, like, consistently quote one movie, I don't think.
1: Lord of the Rings is fun for me because there's so many quotes that are like, death! Where they're, like, cheering death, and that's sometimes me during, like, fantasy football and, like, Egg Bowl week. Where you go, death, and you charge Woo. into death.
2: So I don't think I have one that I like. Just quote. Also, all the shout
1: time. to Jack.
0: <laughs> and the second question: What movie slash TV universe would you want to live in most? My answer was: I love New York City, so most sitcoms based in in New York City would would meet the uh, would meet the criteria. But quote, but the real answer is any show or movie in which I can be married to Mila Kunis.
2: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. She is one of my big crushes. Yeah.
0: I regret nothing. Sup? Slide in those DMs immediately. What movie TV universe would you most like to live in?
1: Hmm.
0: (sighs) So are you thinking, like, reality-based like I am? Or are you trying to go, like... Total alternate reality here.
2: Oh no, I was doing. Re- I was gonna do like a sitcom. Yeah. Because inter- I was thinking
1: both.
0: Interesting.
2: Love a good sitcom.
1: Because one obvious Star Wars. Because I want a lightsaber.
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
2: I had a dream the other night that I was a member of the Rebel Forces.
1: That's intense. Wow. Yeah. Did you win?
2: Yeah, I think so. Duh. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. The dark side never wins.
1: Well, yeah, they won a couple times.
2: But in the end, in the end, um, I
1: and Game of Thrones,
2: probably like I. Not that I love New York, because I've never been, and Chicago is clearly the superior city. You've never been. <laughs> no. You can't speak. Yes, I can.
0: With any legitimate. Uh, what's the word expertise
1: I feel attacked so i will remain silent about this um
2: but i love how i met your mother and i would love to just basically like go to work at random points in the day but spend the rest of it at a bar yeah that bar
0: does seem pretty dope
2: so i would say and they get into random shenanigans all the time so i would say um i'd live in the how i met your mother universe
1: I would probably be like friends I think friends would be cool. So
0: we're all living in uh, New York, it sounds like.
1: Greatest city in the world. Cool.
0: Let's roll. Um... <clears throat>
1: no one goes, oh, I want to live in that Chicago city.
2: They do. Actually, I don't think there are Chicago There's sitcoms. A I wonder why. There's only a million movies set in Chicago that are historic and will stand the test of time.
0: Name five.
2: Name no. five. Home Alone, Home Alone Two, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Sixteen Candles, The Breakfast Club. Name Jersey. one.
0: Name one that isn't Home Alone. Uncle Buck. Okay.
1: Sixteen Candles. Never heard of it. Don't care.
2: What? Don't
0: care. I mean, look, I, I obviously can't speak on this subject, given my my movie I'm sure you don't lack know what of six database. Six Candles
1: is
2: fun fact. I live about fifteen minutes from the Home Alone house, or my parents do.
0: How about that? I did not know Home Alone was Chicago based. It is. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Let's since since we're all being based in New York, let's go to the exact opposite of New York. So I got a question.
2: Omaha. <sighs>
0: I got a question about how they have beat, good stakes though. Yes, they do. I got a question about how beat writers beat. sent in their stories.
2: Beat the beat writer. sorry. The beat writers? I, I yeah.
1: Do. Does that mean I write about you? I'm like your Auto, uh, I'm writing your autobiography or your biography. Beat writer. Go ahead. Doing a (laughs)
2: bio. Go ahead.
1: The beat writer. (laughs) Or is this your writing about the vegetable beats?
2: Beats. Battlestar Galactica. Beats.
0: Uh, Okay. Are are we good? We're done. Yeah, we're Uh, good. We're good. So I got a question about how beat writers (laughs) sent in their stories before emails and stuff, which which inspired this question. Let's say we're all thrown into the era of cavemen. We know everything that we have here in 2018, and we now have basically none of it. We have to adopt the caveman life until the end of our days. What would you miss the most? Or, another way of putting this, what would drive you crazy first? So, if you're totally void of everything in 2018...
2: So, like... I've l- what would drive you okay, crazy here's a, Have I no lived shoes. with this stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah, like like and something, it's,
2: and it's been taken away. Like
0: something happens in this room right now, where we are all transported to the day of the caveman, no and shoes. we remember all of this.
1: No shoes, no shoes, no socks.
0: That's what would drive you most crazy. Yeah,
1: because you'd have to walk around everywhere, and your feet would get destroyed, and you'd have to go months before your feet like calloused. I'd go crazy. I would just want to die. A that's a good one. one. To, to me, I
0: have a thing with time. Like, I always. You I, need I, to know what time it is. Oh, yes. That's a, I have to know weird. what time it is. Especially
1: in this industry. At
0: all points <laughs> in time. Like, uh, I manage time meticulously.
1: It's funny. I was talking to my mom the other day about Tampa having to remember when do I need to have highlights back and when because Eastern time, mm-hmm. Central time. So, like. Yeah. I'm very time-centric as well. Yeah, I,
0: I'm, time is big to me, so it, it would definitely be the lack of ability to tell serious time other than just, like, But it sundials. would be a little
1: bit liberating to be like, oh, the sun's going down, I'm going to bed, because there's nothing else I can do anyway except for hunt.
2: I would honestly love to live in a world where these didn't exist.
1: I would, too. Absolutely. Or cell phones. That's why the easiest thing would be... I feel like everyone uh, so, would say cell phones. And
2: but... it's funny because... All of our jobs primarily surround social media and being on our yeah. phones at all times. I'd love to live in a world that had never had social media, that had that didn't have cell phones.
1: I I'd, would love to live in a world with no social media. Yeah. That's just me. We,
2: we waste so much time on it. And the only thing I would miss would be the memes. Yeah, the, the memes. memes. But I the would remember them in my heart. We'd make our own memes. Cave memes. Cave memes. Oh, people <laughs> would like...
1: Find these caves centuries, millennia later, and yeah. it'd be like, "Oh my god, they had memes!" It'd be like the SpongeBob caveman meme <laughs> carved into a wall.
2: Um, I'd go or like cr- the
1: monkey
0: on the chair. Well, I'm glad we talked about memes because this question—I
2: didn't say what I would miss.
0: You miss the? You oh, that's right, that's right. I that's wouldn't right. miss. Oh, wouldn't
2: yeah, miss. That,
0: that, okay. thank you, thank you. What, what would you miss?
2: I think showers.
1: Whew, that's a good one. That is a good one. But I feel like at the at the end of the day, you'd be looking at everyone like, you don't do it either.
2: No, but like right. I, do, I need the feeling of that being clean. feeling of being clean. Yeah.
1: Better hope you're a caveman living in Canada or something where there's plenty of lakes.
2: And like purified water.
0: That wouldn't exist. No. Yeah. So speaking of memes, there is a meme regarding me and taking the trash out. Tom, I'm sure you, yeah, of course, you remember this. This was before your time, Courtney. Have we? Have I told this story on the podcast before? I heard before?
2: you mention once that you took the trash out, and it was like a novel idea. Okay, so I'll, I didn't I'll, I'll, explain this. I'll explain this
0: quickly. This was so, during the
1: Omaha life.
0: Yeah. So when the baseball team had this hellacious travel schedule, where they went to Tallahassee and one, went to Nashville and one, then went to Omaha. So, naturally, when I leave for an extended period of time, I try to, like, make the house, the uh, apartment, the apartment livable for Morgan so she doesn't have to do all that much while I'm gone. That's nice of you. Each time, I forgot to take the trash out on my way out. And, of course, she started tweeting about it, and, and people noticed, and it became a thing, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, that became a thing on Twitter where people would just chirp at me and screw with me and be like, hey, are you taking the trash out yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it became a thing. And that question inspires this. So someone, Carl Smith Jr., asked if I had taken the trash out. Ha, 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 which inspires this. What's the household chore you're worst about doing or hate doing the most? Oh, I
2: have this one. Laundry.
0: You hate it, or you're worst at doing it.
2: Here's the thing: I hate laundry because I have to pay to do my laundry, so hate that. Um, the dryers in my building—you have to do it like twice for them to fully dry, and also they yeah. take—it takes so much time out of my day. It's like a multi. Yeah. I can only do it on my day off. It's a multiple hour thing. And here's the thing. If I were to try to do it, and I have tried to do it on days that I have to work, then I'll like leave it in the basket because I'm running out and I don't have time to fold all of them, which is the worst because then all my clothes get wrinkled and that's a whole thing that now I have to fix later on or like I'll fold them. In, I fold all my clothes and everything in my living room, and my apartment's very small, so they don't. I don't have much room to go. But then I get caught up doing work, and I can tell how busy I am at this job. By the way, because my apartment becomes a catastrophe. Um, Just like
1: mine. And is it a catastrophe?
2: Well That's basically like the bedroom's a catastrophe. That's basically the, the deciding factor. I'm like, oh, how stressed am I? Look at the apartment. <laughs> um I'll leave like my folded clothes like on my carpet in my living room until like I have a moment. But when I get home at eleven PM, eleven thirty, I'm not like, let me put my laundry away.
1: Egg bowl week, my laundry was on my love seat. From the minute Amanda left until the day after End Zone that Saturday. Um,
2: for probably the last few weeks of End Zone mixed with egg bowl and everything. Um I was sleeping under piles of clothes. <laughs> like That's not good. No. Someone would it be like hoarder. But like here's the thing. I don't hate vacuuming. I don't hate mopping. I do my dishes the second they're dirty and I put them away. So Like the most tedious and the most annoying task to me is doing laundry because it takes so long and it's like you have to like carve out chunks in the day to do it.
1: I love vacuuming. It's like a weird like. It's
0: a weird thing for you.
2: I used to be scared of the vacuum as a child.
1: Vacuum is like. It's like very, a dog or a
0: cat, like,
2: I just like I don't know, it like freaked me out. That's when funny, you get but my mom lines. vacuums like five times a day uh. when
1: you get the lines on a, like yeah, on a carpet. That's true,
2: it's, it's very like good feeling. very
1: like, peaceful. Um, I absolutely hate and I'm bad at doing dishes. I it is a pet peeve of mine because I hate dishes in a sink. But then sometimes I'm just like, I gotta go to work, and so I just like leave it there and go to work and just forget about it, and then like. So me and Amanda, my fiance, are on a hundred different, you know, were on completely different schedules. So she'll have the sink full of like, like stuff she made like for dinner, like meal prep and stuff, and then the next morning I'm like, yeah, I should probably do that. <clears throat> so I do it, and I'm like. Speaking of pet peeves... I hate dishes, so that's my least favorite. Speaking of pet peeves,
0: what's your biggest pet peeve?
1: Chewing with your mouth open. It's the most obnoxious thing in the world, and it's really not hard to not do.
2: Um, Asking me too many questions.
0: I'm just going to read my answer from, from the mailbag when this posted. But The answer was blatant ignorance. Quote... I'm not talking about higher education nonsense here. I don't care if you can explain Schrodinger's cat or the traveling salesman model to me. That doesn't help you be a competent member of society. does not. Mean- I'm talking the basic tasks that help you live an independent life. The ability to abide by a speed limit, as in not going ridiculously under it. Finding the answer to an easy question yourself instead of, say, posting on Facebook to ask what time, a cha- what time and channel a game is on. Talking for the sake of hearing your own voice. Not wasting people's time with blabbering nonsense. Things like that. Answer a question yourself, for God's sake.
1: I was going to say, so you you really don't like being on Twitter, do you? Nah. Um, Limited redeeming qualities there. That's seething with blatant ignorance.
2: This is the thing. It annoys me. I would be a terrible, God bless Amanda, because I'd be a terrible teacher because of the amount of times that uh kids ask questions that have already been answered i hate that more than anything i hate being asked redundant questions questions that are way too in detail that you don't need to know about my life right now or that mm-hmm. i probably don't have the answer to my mom does that to me where she'll ask me every question on the planet at once for no apparent reason and my boyfriend does that to me will he'll, he'll ask me literally like who what where when why how in a five second period to which Good i'm journalist like, to which i'm like shut up i went here today and i came home at this time and that's it that's it that's all i need to discuss very
1: so, one, simple one Chew with your mouth closed <laughs> very a neanderthal
0: <laughs> we have three to to wrap this up we're gonna do the quickest one right now what's your most useless skill to me, it's eating while driving, and I'll explain this to give you all some time to think of your most useless skill. When I mean eating while driving, because see, in, in this industry, you're you're doing a lot of things, right? You're constantly multitasking. Everyone can eat while they drive to a certain extent, but they always have to make sacrifices of some kind. Like They can't get a certain item or they don't get a sauce, something to that effect. I never do that.
1: I have, see, I go sauceless when I write See, I have
0: eaten while driving so much. I've got this down to a science, and I'm good at the, the hand motions that it requires. I sacrifice nothing when I eat and drive. I sacrifice nothing. And it's a totally useless skill, but it's something that is helpful to me in this line of work. So my most useless skill is eating while driving. What is your most useless skill?
2: I can pretty much fall asleep wherever. Like, I can fall asleep in cars, on planes, on a couch, like, on the floor. Doesn't matter if I need to get sleep. There's a spot for it. Which is good because, like, traveling sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure that's a useless skill. You
2: don't think so? I don't think so. Okay, well, I'll change it then. Um, I can chug coffee.
0: That's a useless skill.
2: And I have because...
1: That's yeah, disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that is horrifying.
2: You wait till it's the right temperature, but... Like, is
1: it black coffee? Or, like,
2: no, cream I, sugar? I, I've cream. done both. Black coffee? Sheesh. There was a that's point that's in college that's where, that's where that's I was drinking that's nothing that's but black that's coffee. That's sheesh.
0: Sheesh. chugging it?
2: sometimes you just need see i need coffee like a normal human needs water because if not i'm an addict and i will go through withdrawal and also like it is the only thing that wakes me up for the most part so um i when i used to work in college i always did like the morning shift in which case like not even that early but i'd open the place at nine i
1: feel like morning shifts Morning shifts change you as a person.
2: And so, you know You can go I'd, to
1: a dark place I'd, a morning get, I'd get I'd
2: <laughs> get I'd get coffee and you know, and, and before it gets cold or whatever, you just I actually have a video of me chugging coffee on my phone from days past. We don't need to look into it, but that's my most useless skill.
1: Useless skill? Probably say my ability to reach high
2: places. That's useful.
1: Yeah, but I how often do I need it?
0: Whenever Amanda needs it.
2: Well, she's tall, too.
0: I mean, yeah, but not as tall as you are.
1: And just, she doesn't have the go-go gadget arms that I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got stopped in the—I was, like, literally—like, I went to Kroger a couple—I think it was last week, and, like, I was just trying to figure out, like, where am I going? What do I need to get? And someone stopped and said, hi, this is probably weird, but can you help us get something? It's like, uh, yeah, and so they it brought me to the aisle, and it was the there was like only a certain kind of lasagna noodles that were on the back top shelf. Oh, yeah, and, it's a
2: short person, I feel, for them,
1: right? Right, I get it, I and mean, that's why I'm like, useless skill, good at fantasy football, never
0: f- that's a very useless skill.
1: I think I've finished below. F- 500 record in fantasy football once in 10 years
0: that qualifies as a useless I would skill. Say it's useful. Okay. So I love
1: fantasy football. If you tweet me at Tom underscore Abel if you ever need a question on fantasy, I love it. <laughs> if I could podcast on anything other than this, it'd be fantasy football.
0: So we have two more questions. This one is of the utmost importance. I, I need your undivided attention here. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Ooh. Smooth okay. peanut butter Crunchy peanut butter Are you a specific flavor of jelly Kind of person Do Do the ingredients get their own piece of bread Or do you allow them to mingle In the spreading process
1: I'm terrified of answering this Because I don't What if you're the weird guy
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich Do you want
2: me to start or do you want to go
0: I'll go first Okay Creamy peanut butter.
1: No questions asked. Chunky is disgusting. It's like pulp orange juice. I really don't discriminate about a jelly flavor. Strawberry, grape. I think that's really about it. Blackberry, jam, I guess. I would eat it. They go on different pieces of bread. Peanut butter on one, jelly on the other. You combine them. So one you don't, Make a big old mess and that, and you split it right down the middle.
0: Diagonally or vertically? Vertically.
2: The only sandwich I do diagonally
1: is like you're trying to have a great presentation. Well,
2: diagonally, I'll do for grilled cheese because it's easier to dip into the tomato soup and eat it that way. But I do. I do. Um, I also keep my bread in the refrigerator.
1: Well, yeah, um, it lasts longer. yeah, I do that too.
0: How do you make a peanut butter and jelly? Courtney?
2: Um you, you lay the bread out creamy peanut butter. Thank um God. I don't. I one time bought crunchy on accident.
1: <sighs> life the worst ruined.
2: literally like the worst experience of my <laughs> life. It's just terrible. It was awful. Um I only do grape jelly on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Interesting. I I will not. no do. strawberry
1: strawberry jelly's fantastic. No, I, agree. I
2: don't no. Mm, no, no, nope. mm, no. Just scrape, scrape jelly. That's it. Um, and I don't do it on two separate slices of bread. I do it on the same thing. Um, Anarchy takes less time. So how much
1: peanut butter and or jelly do you have in your peanut butter and or jelly? Oh, jar? I
2: definitely do. I don't.
1: But how? Well,
2: that's it. Do you do clean you, the,
1: the knife every time? That
2: has nothing to do with like what's going on on the bread, it has everything to do with, like, are you cleaning the knife between the peanut butter and jelly?
1: But, yeah, it's what I want to know.
2: And also, like, squeeze bottles of jelly.
1: That's, like, spray cheese.
2: No, it's not. It's not the same thing. It's just the container.
1: It's not really my thing. Um,
2: anyways, so...
1: But with the spray, do you, like...
2: There's no spray! Or
1: the the bottle... (laughs) Do you like
2: Yeah, you squirt. I but also like, like How do you
1: do it? Is it like
2: I just put like a little bit on and then I spread it out with the knife. Why are you making this more complicated than it is? Because um
1: I just want to get my do, mind inside anarchy. I
2: do more peanut butter than I do jelly though, cuz I think jelly will overpower the peanut butter sometimes.
1: See, I'm a jelly guy. I, I make a point of And
2: also it's jelly. annoying when the jelly falls out.
0: That is a pretty important aspect of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich to me. You you gotta you gotta keep the jelly inside the sandwich.
1: I sometimes think it makes it better because then um, you're like, look at all this jelly I got. This is awesome. Do you
2: like jelly donuts? I do. I think they're terrible.
0: Oh Jelly donuts are
2: good. They're so bad. if no.
0: I don't really I don't discriminate wanna, against donuts. I don't either, want a
2: jelly filled donut. I don't need a jelly filled donut. <clears throat> um, but okay. yeah, and then I just sliced it out of the Here middle comes
1: pure anarchy Why do I have a feeling yeah. this is just going to be disastrous? <laughs>
2: going to be like carrot jelly do- Are you a crunchy peanut butter?
0: Crunchy no! peanut butter
2: No!
0: Absolutely I used Again, to be the
1: devil is among I, us
0: <laughs> I used to be creamy all the way But I appreciate the texture And
2: then part of you died
0: That it provides
1: Crunchy peanut butter is, like, biting into, like, fingernails. Ew. That's how I'm going to put it. It's disgusting. The texture (laughs) is disgusting. When you bite into a crunchy part of peanut butter, it's exactly like extra pulp.
0: Now, I agree with you. Orange juice with pulp is an utter disaster against mankind. To me,
1: they're in the same tier. Crunchy peanut butter is an aberrance.
0: At any rate. I agree with you, Tom, in that I don't really have a preference in terms of the fruit of the jelly. Grape jelly. Some of my in-laws actually do their own jellies with weird stuff like pear and pineapple. I love pears. that are both pretty good. Ew,
2: a pineapple and peanut butter sandwich? I
0: I haven't done the combination, but we have pineapple jelly in my apartment right now.
1: That's kind of cool. Yeah. I'd be interested to in see what they do. that yeah. is.
0: Uh, That'd apple. be good on a Because I
1: love pineapple.
0: Apple is a very good jelly is as that, well. Is that
1: like apple cinnamon jelly would be like...
0: Mm, yeah, a- shit, I've done a yes. peanut butter and jelly with apple jelly that's very, very good. Um,
2: I'd be fine with that because apples and peanut butter are really good.
0: The ingredients get their own piece of bread. Let's not be animals here. Now, mm. let me wrap up with this. Have either of you ever grilled... A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Me. But I
1: didn't want to be that guy. No. I've, Absolutely. I've, um.
0: Living the dream. I I've, like,
1: uh, like, George foreman a
0: peanut butter. I don't like so B& you B& almost eat it. I don't,
2: I don't like the idea B& of B&J that.
0: Because you don't wait for it. The, the peanut butter gets so runny.
2: Yeah, I don't want like that.
0: Oh, it's so good. I love it. And and you get that crunch, right? Oh no, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> no crunch
1: <laughs> we high-fived i gave
2: you that oh, no
0: crunch whatever okay final question in all of this nonsense This is it
2: the one for all the marbles
0: what's the highest level job you could lie yourself into with no experience and no one would notice and the follow-up to that question how do you keep them from finding out you're a fraud
1: politics easy
2: i was going to say so, president of the united States. So, so that was my first <laughs> that was my first
0: answer but i was like okay i don't want to like incite a riot in my mentions so my answer was the mayor of a relatively small but also important town should be ice town ice town what
2: parks and Rec. Oh, yeah
0: Oh, that's funny. That's funny. No, Ice
1: clown melts ice town.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No. So my answer was my hometown of Gulf Shores, Alabama. It behaves like a small town, but when you're running that town, you are running a beloved vacation spot for an entire region. Thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people visit Gulf Shores every year. So from... What, from September to March behaves like a very small town. A whole lot of people doing a whole lot of nothing with the same old people over and over again. But, in the summertime, you're in charge of a huge vacation spot for the southeast. So that was my answer, that you could lie your way into it. With basically no experience, if you work the good old boy network and you do your small town thing and you become the mayor of a small but important town like Gulf Shores, Alabama,
1: politics uh, like anything, we had a
0: so if I
2: just talk your way through it, so if I
1: look at like myself from like a personal personal point of view in uh southwest Florida, we had a congressman. That was a former, uh, not former, I mean, he, he left being a news anchor to go into politics. So he left the anchor desk. He, he ran for House. He was in the House of Representatives and uh, he, he won. He got into the House of Representatives How about that? and he flamed out because Shocking. he got caught with cocaine and. Hookers. Oh,
0: no. So, uh,
2: I haven't said the best
0: of With us. a wife and kids. If so, I um, had a nickel so, <laughs> for every time I've been caught with cocaine and hookers.
1: <laughs> we wouldn't be here. Golly, would you, but... <laughs> I'd be living
0: in a mansion, boys.
1: Anyway, so politics is the easy one because it's like you can have absolutely no experience, but if people know who you are. You just need to
2: talk well enough. That's it. Just be a smooth and talker. Politics is the biggest yeah,
1: horse-crapping be occupation you can ever imagine your entire life i
2: could definitely be like u.s press secretary or like oh yeah or yeah. like united states senator definitely
0: that's it yeah that's about it well did we uh did we enjoy our I did. way with the msu i did bag? this
2: was fun i'm sad it's over
1: Let's start it from the top.
2: <laughs> I have different answers.
0: <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed your uh, your trip through through nonsense. We killed almost an hour of right. of your transit to your to your Christmas destination. So we hope you you appreciate it. Next time we uh, next time y'all hear from us, we'll be Bowling. almost time for the Outback Bowl. Mississippi we'll be blooming State is in
1: Hey, we'll, have, we'll be wearing our blooming onions. And talking about some football,
0: there will be plenty of pre-bowl content on cdispatch.com, and there will be plenty of updates from Tampa from Tom and Courtney on WCBI. That's Get, right,
1: and maybe one of the most ambitious crossover events in bowl history:
0: the Bowl Special, the Bowl Special
1: on WCBI, in the works.
0: featuring the most attractive man to ever be on WCBI airwaves, me, Brett Hudson.
2: Beat
1: is that Brett Huddlehouse.
0: Are you what alternate name are you gonna put on my title on the bowl special for the
1: CG? I will, which is – what is it?
0: What is CG? Computer graphic. What does it stand for?
2: I was just knew it as a lower third until I got here, and then it was CG. CGs.
1: Yeah, so CG lower third. You will be. Uh...
0: <laughs> oh Lord. I can see the gears turning in your brain, (laughs) and I'm terrified. Uh,
1: You could be uh, Buff Hamwich
0: (laughs) (laughs) for your ham. Well, this is Buff Hamwich wishing you a happy holiday. That's right. We'll talk to you from Tampa.
1: The Straight Sippin' Podcast wishing you a very happy holiday. Enjoy. Get your Christmas list. Get your presents. Ho your, ho ho. Your presence with a T and your presence with a C. Enjoy it with your family. We'll talk to you soon. No
2: presence with a B.
0: Dayhawk Fast.